Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Level Up with Leon podcast. I'm so happy to have you back. I had a crazy weekend last weekend, you guys, out in Chicago for ARC Music Festival. I danced my ass off. I flipped my sleep schedule entirely upside down. And as I'm recording this episode, I'm still a bit in recovery mode, but the show must go on. I hope you had an awesome Labor Day weekend yourself. Now let's get into today's topic. So today I wanted to talk about something that I think as Gen Z or millennials, we all struggle with more than ever before, and that's loneliness. Loneliness is something that has been exacerbated and perpetuated by the ever-growing internet and social media footprint in modern life as we know it. It is arguably much easier to live a life devoid of the social skills that were required to integrate into society back in the days of our parents and grandparents. Nowadays, people form personalities behind computer screens and are less likely to integrate themselves in a fulfilling way in the real world. This naturally causes people to feel more lonely than ever before, with the illusion of being stimulated equal to being socially, mentally, and physically fulfilled. So, I wanted to talk about this problem and how I've dealt with it in my own life. Hopefully, it can help you manage loneliness in your own life when it tries to consume you. Alright, so the first thing is, is that the extent of the effect of loneliness is often determined by what I do when I'm alone. Okay, I've noticed that in my life, that I tend to feel most neurotic when I'm alone for long periods of time. And the things that I do are meaningless, just a way to pass the time. I find myself simply lying around doing basically nothing, just stimulating my brain with whatever media I can find until I sleep and repeat the same cycle the next day. I've even tried to have a dating life through dating apps rather than engaging in real life. And these were the times when I felt the worst because my days weren't really fulfilling at all. I didn't find any real purpose. It seemed like I was just existing, hoping to someday stumble into something that would pull me out of this cycle, this hole that I was in. However, when I keep my daily life full of meaningful and engaging tasks and activities, such as working on my business or being involved in my current fitness program, pursuing hobbies, and putting consistent effort into my social life instead of just expecting it to fall into my lap, being alone can not only be less depressing, but also liberating. When I'm alone, I have the freedom to do whatever I feel is best for me, not just in a hedonistic sense. Loneliness is still there, but it doesn't consume me, and it doesn't define my life with nearly as much potency. Okay, so when I'm doing things that are meaningful, that fill my soul with you know, positivity and feel like I'm moving forward somewhere in life, um, that always feels better to me than just the simply hedonistic things like, you know, just going out for drinks or killing time, smoking weed, or just, you know, just doing things that are clearly just trying to kill time. That to me has never felt nearly as good. I've learned to look at being alone through a different lens. Instead of pondering why I'm not doing so many things with other people, why my social life isn't abundant or what's wrong with me, I ask myself during these times, what can I do for myself to make my life better without having to worry about anyone else? I focus on enhancing my relationship with myself so that I can be more effective and valuable in important relationships later on. When I align my daily life with this perspective, the troublesome torture of loneliness tends to have less of a grip on me. And I feel free and grateful that nothing is in the way of what I want. 
Loneliness still sucks sometimes, obviously, but just like with any other situation, the only thing I have control over is how I respond or how I react to it. Often when faced with things that are commonly perceived as negative, shifting your perspective and looking for the positive aspects of the situation can dramatically change your outlook, not only on loneliness, but also on life in general. It's all about perspective. If you allow yourself to look at your current situation only through a lens of negativity, the chances are that you're only going to receive negative results from that. You know, things can't be positive if you don't look at them positively. If you don't find ways to maneuver through negativity in a way that is moving towards the light, that is moving towards positivity. Instead, if you just kind of are a victim and you kind of just blame the world for your situation and have that perspective, chances are you're taking all of the power away from yourself and making things much, much, much harder on yourself. So, yeah. Don't do that. Yo, I hope that you are enjoying this episode so far. I just wanted to drop a quick reminder that I don't run any ads in this podcast. So please, if you're enjoying it, send it to a friend that you think would benefit from it and rate it five stars. If you have any questions about today's episode or want to drop ideas for a future episode, hit me up on Instagram at level up with Leon, all one word, spelled the same as this podcast. And I'd love to hear from you. Now let's get back to the episode. All right, so the second thing is is that human beings can adapt to anything and loneliness being one of them. I've noticed in my life that certain conditions that seem so different and so daunting now can seem normal after a certain amount of time. Once you become familiar with something, it seems less intimidating or problematic, even if it doesn't actually get better. Loneliness is one of those things for me. Loneliness hit me the hardest a few years after high school when I started my fitness journey. I noticed that as I started to distance myself from old behaviors, my entire environment changed along with it. My personal life improved tremendously, but my social life suffered as a result. I went from having a robust social network to just one or two close friends, and that was it. I was also single because the type of woman I wanted had started to change dramatically. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't say having one or two friends is a bad thing. I'm grateful for it. But at the time, it felt like I had lost a life I once had. I had to let it go to evolve. As time progressed and I became more of an outsider to my former life, the feeling of isolation was really difficult to deal with at times. But when I felt this way, I reminded myself why I was in this position and that I had chosen it. It didn't happen to me. Loneliness is often a choice that we can either tolerate or do something about. It's usually within our control. So this is something that's key to to anything in life that is difficult that you are consciously making a choice of doing. For example, going to the gym is hard, but it's something that you're choosing to do. It's something that you're able to do. You know, think think of the gratitude of being able to even make that choice to begin with. Some, Some people don't even have that choice. Like some people are paralyzed, some people are crippled, they can't even go to the gym and improve their bodies, right? 
Um, or if you're trying to study for you know a really hard test in college or school or something like that, and you're really suffering through it, re- remind yourself that you chose that. That that is a conscious decision that you made. That you brought this upon yourself willingly. I've noticed that when I remind myself of that, it tends to take a lot of the stress off of the situation because this is something that I chose to do. If I don't do it, I'm not going to die, okay? And everything will be okay. I'll figure something out. But I chose to be here, so let me keep going. So anyways, nowadays, I spend very little time with other people, mostly by choice. I haven't made time to find new friends who are like-minded. My two close friends have either moved away or will be leaving for a long period of time. This has put me in a position to either sink or swim in my downtime when it's just me, myself, and I. I choose to swim, but sometimes I can feel myself sinking. It takes honesty and self-awareness to know when I need to take action to get out of that hole. Activities like going to a concert, calling a friend, seeing family, taking up a new hobby that I wanted to try, or simply spending time outdoors can bring me back to the present moment and help me feel the gratitude I need to push forward again. Okay, so we're all human beings. At the end of the day, we can grind set ourselves, you know, as far as we can, and we can try to get as much work done as possible, keep ourselves as distracted as possible. But there are going to be some days that you're really just going to need to just get out there and just do something. And that's completely fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Like me personally, sometimes I, I struggle to rationalize doing those things because technically it's not very productive. But at the same time, things don't always have to be productive to be useful or meaningful. So if you need something like that, give it to yourself. There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Dating, on the other hand, is something I found to be quite paradoxical. Things like dating apps and Instagram give us the illusion of choice, but often blind us to the reality that human beings are extremely complicated entities, especially if they are worthwhile. So this is something that that I think is really important to understand because the illusion of choice on both sides is very, very real. Like I've heard, you know, that for women that they just have such an abundance of options on on things like dating apps and Instagram and stuff like that, where men are just throwing themselves out them left and right, that you make an account as a female on Tinder and you have 100 matches in five minutes. I mean, these things I've heard of and I've witnessed myself, but let me tell you, just because a man or a woman has many options doesn't mean that any of those options are going to be good for them, especially in the long term. Sex is much easier to get than a meaningful, productive relationship. Okay, and that is the harsh truth that I feel like a lot of people struggle to understand on the surface and is a big part of why women are now more single than ever. Men are are struggling with loneliness and intimacy more than ever is because, you know, these resources like dating apps have given us the illusion that we have so many options. And so it, it makes it harder for us to settle down with somebody and put the work in necessary to, you know, to see the best versions of themselves to, that can, you know, potentially be most compatible for you. Like that takes work to bring out of people. That stuff doesn't just fall in your lap usually. Like, yeah, you may find someone that, you know, that sh- strikes off a lot of boxes in the beginning, but how do you know that those boxes aren't just them trying to uh, idolize you or mirror you? Like, what if, you know, over time that those boxes aren't even real and that their, their real personality, you know, starts to shine through when they're comfortable? I mean, these things are real and they happen. And I think that nowadays we've become so arrogant and 
and egotistical in the dating world because we think we have so many options that we have this checklist that needs to have every single check mark uh, marked off before we can choose someone as a partner when we don't realize that that's not realistic, that that's not really a real thing. There's no such thing as a perfect person. And I feel like that things like dating apps, et cetera, give us the idea that there is, that, that, that we just need to keep searching, keep searching, keep searching. But the way that I've seen it for myself is, is that, you know, if I can find a woman that has maybe, you know, 80% of the things that are the most meaningful to me, that make me feel the most satisfied, and let's say there's 20% that's flaws, things that need to, that need to be worked through, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, that is, I think, going to be the quote-unquote perfect package because that's a human being. There's no human being on this planet that's going to be 100% perfect for you. And if they are, the chances of them actually being like a real person and not faking it is very low. I've had uh, relationships, at least in my experience, I've had relationships in the past where I've had women that that project themselves as being literally perfect for me, like perfect you know, no conflict, no adversity, nothing like that. And I, and I was a fool to think that that is something that I actually wanted, that that, that is something that is actually um, satisfying for me. I mean, it, it just wasn't at all. And those relationships, you know, tended to blow up in my face the worst because you realize that people can put in a lot of effort and be very good at pretending to be something in order to satisfy you. So if you can find someone that's real, that has... You know, most things that you feel like you need, but then has that 20% that's like, oh, you know, like that's the baggage, whatever, whatever. But I feel like I could actually, you know, deal with this, that I could work through this. Then stick with it and put the work in because otherwise the chances of you finding a real relationship are just are just much lower in my opinion. So anyway, human emotions and attachments are far from simple. The idea of having multiple partners, for example, has been pushed by modern media as the new and more optimal way of, quote, having your cake and eating it too in dating, as it offers seemingly endless options. However, in my personal experience, I found that it's just not that simple, okay? Being a sensitive person myself, trying to repress my emotions to create a certain distance and establish boundaries to prevent attachment has actually led to me feeling more lonely than if I didn't have the situation in my life due to the constant repression. So when it comes to loneliness, I've realized that if I do what is, quote, meaningful and not what is expedient, as Jordan Peterson would say, I can manage loneliness in a more effective way. You may have noticed Jordan Peterson's influence in several of my podcasts, and that's because he taught me a lot. Reading his books have taught me a lot about human nature and just life in general. And so, yeah, I've formed a lot of my own opinions based on the knowledge that I've gained from him and just my life in general and kind of putting the two together. I have many other influences as well, but yeah, Jordan Peterson is up there. I have a lot of respect for his opinions. So what's your story managing loneliness? Hit me up on Instagram at Level Up with Leon and let's talk about it. I'd love to add whatever I can to make your life easier. I want to thank you again for listening. Now let's get into the last part of today's episode. All right, so my final piece on today's topic is breaking the spell of loneliness is my responsibility, but I shouldn't settle. 
when I'm lonely in my life, I'm most likely to settle for things I don't actually want because it's better than nothing. This leads to me making decisions with my time and, and energy that I either regret or just don't feel great about. This is harder to differentiate than you might think. The brain has an awesome way of rationalizing things when it's under a lot of negative stress. I've had this issue in the past. I've gone back to relationships that were horrible for me, or I would spend time with old friends that had nothing to offer me except killing time. But I've also become so familiar and comfortable with the idea of being alone that I have been too quick to cut people off instead of putting in the work to make something work. There is a balance that needs to be struck for me. Being able to be alone doesn't necessarily mean I should be. Human companionship and love are still major factors in a long, healthy life. This hyper-familiarity that I've built on being alone and living life entirely through my own biases, logic, and opinions isn't always a good thing. It sometimes prevents me from letting people in and trusting their judgments and ideas. It has created a sort of know-it-all within myself that I despise and want to rid myself of, as arrogance is something I vilify. Okay, so for me, I've learned that sometimes I need to just let people in that challenge me because they give me opinions and ideas that I wouldn't have thought otherwise and that may hurt my ego at first, but could make me a better person if I just try to listen to them and try to work on my own things that create problems that are unnecessary for me. So, but regardless, it's extremely important to me that I stay selective in who I allow into my life. People who are growth-minded are critical additions to my circle. If I don't emphasize this when forming relationships, I may end up removing myself from my social circle as I did before. And that's not something I want to deal with again for reasons I could have seen coming. Regardless of what happens though, it is my responsibility to take the necessary actions to either alleviate or exacerbate my loneliness. Nobody is going to come save me from myself. That's not really possible. Being pitied, for example, isn't exactly a healing expression. It's simply comforting. It's important for me to remember that anytime I've sought short-term gratification for my loneliness or any neuroticism I'm dealing with, it almost never ends well. Acting upon those feelings comes from a place of scarcity, not abundance, which never ends well and often creates a deeper hole unexpectedly. Finding the balance I mentioned is going to take time, effort, and insight. To be in abundance and also have healthy, fulfilling relationships? Now that sounds like living. Have you ever been in a relationship from scarcity over abundance? I've been there as well. It can be tough to tell the difference in the moment. Loneliness as a whole can be confusing and difficult to manage. But when you can shift your perspectives on common ideas of loneliness, it can really determine the effect it has on your life as a whole. If this podcast helped you deal with your loneliness or helped you educate you on potentially dealing with it in the future, make sure to rate it five stars and share it with a friend. Now let's get into the outro. All right. Thank you so much again for tuning in to today's episode of the Level Up with Leon podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, don't forget to follow the podcast and turn on notifications so you never miss an episode. Your feedback means the world to me. So please take a moment to rate the podcast with five stars if it brought you value and share it with a friend or family member you think might feel the same. Do you want to hear me talk about a specific topic or have a burning question about fitness or self-improvement? I'd love to hear from you. 
Send in your request to Instagram at Level Up with Leon, all one word, about the same as this podcast. And who knows, your idea might just become the next exciting episode on my show. For more valuable fitness and self improvement content, be sure to follow me on Instagram and threads at Level Up with Leon or Twitter at Level Up Lee, spelled L E V E L U P L E E. Let's build a strong and supportive community together. Join the Level Up Fitness Podcast Facebook group where like-minded individuals come together to uplift, motivate, achieve their fitness goals, and level up their lives. Are you struggling with your form on a certain exercise and you feel like you just can't figure out how to fix it? Send in your video to my Dropbox link in the description and get advanced form checked by me personally for free. Just title the video with your first name and IG handle so I know it's you. If my coaching helped at all, all I ask is that you let others know by sharing it on your social media. Level up your lifts and set your next PR. Remember, I'm here to support you on your fitness journey, and together, we'll level up our lives one step at a time. Thank you for being a part of this incredible community. Stay motivated, stay focused, and keep leveling up. It's back to the hustle for me. I'm out. But before I go, let me leave you with this quote. Loneliness is not a lack of company. Loneliness is a lack of purpose. See you next time.